For the last few weeks, we've been talking about our Christmas list, and we've discussed how Christmas has changed a lot this year. It's very different from what we've experienced before, and because of that, our Christmas list is really different. And so we focused on things like love and joy, and last Sunday we talked about peace, and then on Christmas Eve we talked about hope and how important hope is and how the story of Jesus gives us all of those things. Well, I sort of finished that up on Christmas Eve, but as I planned for today, I began to think about what I'm calling some bonus content on this series because I think there's one more thing that I would like to add to my Christmas list, and I think it's something that I probably share with you as well. So we'll get to that in just a minute. But, you know, uh, this week we're visiting our families. We've got some time away to spend with our families, and our families live relatively close to one another, and so oftentimes we'll share a meal with both sides of the family. And so last New Year's Day, we did just that. We had New Year's dinner at my mother-in-law's house with my parents, our family, and my mother-in-law there. And I took a selfie of that, and we'll show you that picture. And we shared a nice meal that day. But one of the reasons I took that picture was because we thought it might be the last sort of family meal we had at my mother-in-law's house since she was planning to move in with my brother-in-law and his wife later in the year. And I took that picture and I made it into a refrigerator magnet for my folks and Leanne's mom and for our refrigerator, just so we would remember that, put Happy New Year on the bottom, all that good stuff. And I've looked at that picture so many times and thought, wow, we did not know what we were getting into. The first day of 2020, we're excited it's going to be a great new year and well, it was not at all what we expected, probably wasn't what you expected either. So as I thought about that, it also made me reflect on just a couple months ago. During the month of November, I had a series that I called Thankful, and we looked through some psalms and thought about reasons that even in the middle of this very strange year, we could be thankful to God and how that thankfulness really is important in us understanding who God is. And we talked about Psalm 46. You know, what's interesting is that I preached on that and explained it, and maybe you might even remember some of that sermon. And, and in that sermon, I talked about the importance of God being our refuge and strength, but, but I didn't know. I didn't know what we were going to go through over the past couple months, how many people that we as a church love faced all kinds of serious illness, and maybe some are still sick. We didn't know how many people that we love we were going to lose during that time. And we certainly didn't know that we as a church were going to go through a real crisis. And so I didn't understand the power of Psalm 46. And we're going to come back to that in just a minute. But, but today in this bonus content, what I'm adding to our Christmas list with Psalm 46 is strength. Yeah, we need love and joy and peace and hope. But my guess is lots of us have also been praying for strength for lots of different reasons over the past couple months. So today, in this last of this series, what I like to do is revisit Psalm 46. Because over the past couple of months, this psalm has become even more important to me than it was back on November 6th when I preached it. So what I'd like to do is begin just with the words of this psalm, go all the way through the psalm and let you hear it, and then talk about it for just a few minutes. So here it is, Psalm 46. God is our refuge and strength, an ever-present help in trouble. Therefore we will not fear, though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea. 
Though its waters roar and foam and the mountains quake with their surging, there is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy place where the Most High dwells. God is within her, she will not fall. God will help her at the break of day. Nations are in uproar, kingdoms fall, he lifts his voice, the earth melts. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Come and see what the Lord has done. The desolations he has brought on the earth. He makes war cease to the ends of the earth. He breaks the the bow and shatters the spear. He burns the shields with fire. He says, be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. You know, as I hear the words of that psalm, I'm reminded of talking about it in November, but it also has become really important to me as it was the theme of our prayer night that we had just a couple weeks ago in the midst of all we were going through in, in the life of our church. And it's become just some words that I've depended on, just that first line, God is our refuge and strength. And then the second part of verse one, an ever-present help in trouble. You know, as you think about that psalm, what I notice is in our world, if one of our enemies as a nation begins to move troops, mobilize in any way militarily, we know it almost instantaneously. We have satellite imagery, radar, all kinds of things that tell us an enemy is preparing for war. But you know, in the ancient world, it was not like that at all. Because at any time, the enemy could come over the the next rise and there would be no warning. There was no way of knowing that they were on their way. And so the people had to know at all times, where can I go for safety? And what I think is that our lives, our personal lives, and maybe even our life as a church, is a lot more like the ancient world than it is our modern world. Because there are times when things, when they really hit us and it's a total shock. When we get that phone call that there's been an accident, some kind of disaster, when when things are coming that we just are not expecting them. And I think a lot of us have been through some of that recently. People that we would just never thought were that sick, suddenly they're gone. And we're left with the aftermath. And then as a church, we walk through some of that together. And so we hear these words, God is our refuge and strength, an ever-present help in trouble. And we're reminded that that God really is that place of refuge for us. If we want to think about the place to go when life is unsettled, that's it. And then at the end of the psalm, uh, the the psalmist begins to to speak the voice of God, and, and God says to his people, Be still and know that I am God. It's as if the the psalmist is telling us, yeah, there are times when life seems like it's swirling, when things are unstable, when we have to admit we are not in control. In fact, everything is totally out of control. And we have to say, okay, I'm going to calm myself and I'm going to recognize that I'm not in control, but God is in control. He is our refuge, our strength. He's the one that we can turn to. And we need that. And you know, as I reflect over the past couple weeks, what keeps coming back to me is that that these words are more powerful than I knew when I preached it last time. That God's strength has been so important for me 
because I haven't really known what to do a few times over the past couple of weeks. I haven't really known how to lead. I haven't known which direction to go. I haven't known how to handle some of this personally. But I've had to allow God to be my refuge and strength. You know, when December began, had all kinds of plans. We knew how this month was going to roll out. We knew what Christmas was going to look like. Everything seemed to be in place. And then suddenly, it was not in place. Things were not as I thought they were going to be. And I had to say, okay, what, what's next? What am I going to do with this? How am I going to operate in, in a way that makes sense in the midst of something I don't fully understand? And I'm not here to say, you know what, over the past few weeks, I've, I've sort of figured this out and I want to share it with you. I'm going to let you know how all this works because I'm not there yet. I'm still in the middle of it, just depending on God being my refuge and strength and trying to be still at times and let God be God and know that I am not in control. So if, if I think about this passage, what do I learn from it? This is it. God is the strength I wasn't counting on. Now, when I give you that, that lesson every week, uh, for me, it's called the bottom line. What's the bottom line of this passage? What do I want you to know? Usually I phrase that in the plural. It's something that we've come to together. But today, I, it's more personal for me, and so I phrased it that way. When I, when I preached on this before, yeah, we talked about God's strength. But it's more than I thought it was. God is the strength that I needed that I didn't even know was there. And so I've discovered the strength of God in a new way. You know, most of us have been through a time when we were out of our depth spiritually. I mean, it was, it was more going on than we knew what to do with, or it was so much deeper than we anticipated. We didn't know how to handle it. And so we had to think through, okay, what am I going to do next? And Man, I don't know what to do next. I don't know how to handle this. I don't know how to talk to my kids or my parents or my spouse. I don't know how to lead my business through this. Whatever it is, we were out of our depth. In some ways, we've experienced that over the past few weeks. Where we've dealt with all kinds of struggles. Well, we've had to come back to passages like this. Where we say, God is our refuge and God is our strength an ever-present help in trouble. And even though we may not fully understand all that's going on around us, we can still be still and know that God is God. He's the same God that always was, the same God who created, the same God who led his people out of slavery, the same God who sent Jesus, the same God who filled the church with his Holy Spirit, the same God who gave us Paul's letters through Paul's pen, the same God who's with us today. Yesterday, today, and forever, the same God. You know, when I preached this lesson before, the, the bottom line that I gave you was this. Give thanks to the God who stands with you. Well, that was true then, and I think it's still true. We should give thanks. It was a reason for us in the middle of the Thanksgiving season to thank God for who he is, because he's always there. We can always depend on that. But my guess is some of us have found that out in a way that's new, in a way that is deeper and stronger than we imagined, more than we thought we would need. Well, God is the strength that I wasn't counting on. And I think in the midst of that, what we have to do is acknowledge our need to say to God, you know, I am out of my depth. I really don't know how to handle this. It's okay to say that. It's okay to say, I don't know the next step. God, I need you to lead me in the next step and then say, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be still 
And I'm going to pray. And God may not speak to me audibly and give me a word, but, but God can still be present. And God can guide my heart and my mind. And he can give me strength to take the next step. So to bring all this back together. God really is the strength I wasn't counting on. My guess is he's the strength you weren't counting on. And this psalm, I'm going to carry with me. And I don't want it to be something that just reminds me of a really difficult time, although it probably will at times, that's okay. But I want it to be something that I carry with me literally the rest of my life. Those words, God is my refuge and strength and ever-present help in trouble. So it's a reminder that, yeah, this is a hard time. It's a hard time for us as a church, as individuals, as a nation. But God's the same. He he gives the same strength he always has. The same strength that he gave to Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane. The same strength he gave to the apostles when they were being persecuted. The same strength he's given to Christians for 2,000 years. is the same strength he gives to you and me, even when we weren't counting on it. God is still present. Let's pray together. God, we're thankful for your strength, thankful that you're present with us, an ever-present help in trouble. And so, God, walk with us as we have to deal with difficult things and give us the strength we need. Pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for listening.